It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Welcome on into the 62nd, aka the Jason Kelsey edition of the Counterpoint Podcast, brought to you by the Go Birds Pod or the GB's Pod, like we call it here on the Counterpoint Podcast. On today's podcast, we have Jack's Rundown. Full of the Eagles are back talk. We have a trust tree because, uh, I mean, I did it last week. It worked. Uh, the mush gods, they believed it. I sold it pretty well. Um, I'm here to sell it again. I, I, I have to sell it again for the trust tree um, because I think I'm me and Nick Foles, the only person that can save this Eagles season. A lot of people are saying that. It's a lot of pressure. I, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself, but uh, a lot of people are saying that. You know, it's only it's only Jack and Nick Foles that can that can save the sequel season. So I will bite the bullet again, and I will convince the Mush Gods that I hate Nick Foles. And finally, we have the Counterpoint Mailbag, which of course is loaded. It's actually the last couple of weeks have been light with the Counterpoint Mailbag. It's been disappointing. I'm like, man, does people do people even care about Counterpoint anymore? Like it was, you know, it's just sad. You just hated to see it, but uh, it came back this week. It was it was a good job by everyone. I needed you all so. It was, uh, it was, it was really good. All right. So let's get right into it. Jack's rundown on the Jason Kelsey edition of the Counterpoint podcast. So if I'm being honest, you know, I thought the Eagles were going to win that game most of the week because it really just, it would have been the most classic Nick Foles thing ever. It would have been the most classic Nick Foles thing ever to just go win a game against the Rams. And it was crazy. You were watching that game. You sat down to watch the game. And I would say within 10 minutes, 10 minutes, you were like, they're going to win this fucking game, aren't they? This team. And, you know, I saw some people trying to compare it to the, the, the Patriots game during Chips last year where it, it, it was a lot more fluky, that, that game against the Patriots in, in 2015. That game was just an ass-kicking. Like, they destroyed the Rams, and they looked like the Super Bowl champs. Like, I was watching that game, and I think after the Josh Adams touchdown run, I was like, they're going to win this game. Like, they're going to win this game, which is crazy to me. And honestly, I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, this looks exactly the same as last year. It looked exactly the same as last year. The offense is crisp. They're moving the ball. 
They're running the ball. Run the ball, Doug. And the defense is unbelievable. I would have liked to have seen the defense give Carson that kind of game maybe once this year. Just one time. And maybe we wouldn't have this debate. This week has been really, really frustrating. Um, listen, I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Carson Wentz is my guy. Carson Wentz will forever be my guy. Carson Wentz is my franchise quarterback. If you are talking yourself into Nick Foles being this team's franchise quarterback, please shut off this podcast because I don't want you listening. You're not allowed in the trust tree. You're banned from the trust tree. Carson Wentz is the guy. And for him to put up the stats that he put up with a fractured back, coming back from major knee surgery, to give up on that guy is utterly ridiculous. Right now, Nick Foles looks like the guy. For now, I mean, Carson's hurt. Carson's a little banged up. So now, we have to ride with Nikki Six. And I will say, the offense did look more crisp. It did. I mean, he threw for 270, no touchdowns, and a pick. But it just looked different. It kind of looked like a, a, a little more watered-down version of the of the NFC Championship game. Like, it was that level of crispness. I mean, Alshon's out there looking like a beast. Not sure if he's a wide receiver one, can't tell. Is, 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 is Alshon better than Jordan Matthews? I, you know, it's just, it's hard to, honestly, it's hard to really say. I, I can't, I can't tell who's the better receiver. Is it the guy that can do everything on the field and they can, can, you can throw the ball to him and let him make a play? Or is it the, the fourth receiver that's getting fat and looking like a tight end? I, I, I it's really hard for me to, to sit down, uh, a turn on an Eagles game. And, and just tell who's the better receiver, Alshon Jeffrey or Jordan Matthews. I mean, I know he put up 160 yards on Sunday, but did you see what Jordan Matthews did? Absolutely nothing. But I, I just, I, I can't tell, you know, who's who's the better player. It, it's crazy. But the main takeaway from uh, that game on Sunday was that Nick, Nick Foles is proof that God is real. Now, whether you believe in God or not is perfectly fine. But Nick Foles is building a pretty convincing case that God is real. Because this dude, whether you love Nikki Six, whether you're grateful for Nikki Six, but also think he kind of stinks like me, like the dude <laughs> kind of just throws up ducks sometimes. And for some reason, like I feel like an angel comes down, takes the ball, carries it an extra 10 yards right into to, to the receiver's hands. Like, the ball to Alshon should have gone maybe 20 yards and probably should have been picked. There was maybe there was three throws in that game that probably should have been picked that God was like, not today, Nikki. Not today. Because it's your time to shine once again. On the deep ball to Alshon, where he was wide open, which would have been nice if Carson got one guy wide open, but I, I digress. I don't want to turn this into a Carson thing. I'm just very sad that he... That it's that he's hurt again because I wish Carson was doing this, but um, it, you know the fact that the ball traveled that far. There's no other explanation than an angel came down, took it, and and carried it to Alshon Jeffrey. Listen, we talked about Jack's version of the Bible before. Looks like I might have to write another chapter. New New Folsian chapter two, because last year was Folsian chapter one. New Folsian Chapter 2 starts in Los Angeles, where angels were carrying Nick Foles' balls. That sounded weird. That sounded weird. I understand that sounded weird. Angels were carrying Nick Foles' throws on Sunday. They were carrying them two receivers. They were not picking off the ball. The first miracle they did, the ball off Keanu Neal's knee. 
Have you ever seen a safety miss a ball so bad that it went off Keanu Neal's knee? Like, he was so excited to pick it off that he completely whiffed and it went off his knee right into Tory Smith's hands. And you're going to tell me God isn't real. Like, I, you know, maybe Nick Foles was, I, I think in some version of the Bible, maybe not Jack's version of the Bible, um, there was something about how Jesus is going to come back and show us that he's real. And he's going to show us proof. Well, I think we're seeing it from number nine. Honestly, I, I think we're seeing it from number nine because it's the only way you can explain the shit that has happened with Nick Foles. <laughs> Nick Foles has proved that God is real. The ball of Keanu Neal's knee. That has never happened in the history of football. It's never happened in the history of football where, uh, where a guy, listen, sometimes they get excited, but never off the guy's knee. Okay, that was number one. That was, that was New, new Folesian chapter one. New Folesian chapter two getting crushed by Ndamukong Su and still launching the ball 50 yards down the field. That was it. And also having guys not pick the ball off. So when you're in... Now, I, some people that listen to this podcast may go to church on Sundays. Or, hey, maybe there's even a pastor that listens to this podcast. And I want to say to you right now, maybe if you need me to come in and, and give a sermon or whatever they're called, I'll be your guy. Like, I just laid out living proof that God is amongst us and he's living it through Nick Foles. He's living it through Nick Foles. So if you need me to come in and, and lay out the step-by-step process of Nick Foles being proof that he might be Jesus 2.0, I'll do it. Maybe I, I don't, I don't want to talk about religion on this podcast. But I think that's the only way to explain Nick Foles. I mean, it's heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff talking about religion on this podcast, but someone's got to do it. I mean, someone has to do it. So, um, pastors, churchgoers, maybe bring this up. If you're in Sunday school and listen to this podcast, you're probably too young. Bring it up. Say, hey, Pastor Tom, is Nick Foles proof that, that God is real? And see what he says. If he dismisses it, please email counterpointmailbag at gmail.com. We will discuss it because there's no other better way to explain Nick Foles than that. But I will say, the game on Sunday, it it felt like the 2017 Eagles. It felt like the run was happening all over again. And I don't know what it is about this team when Carson Wentz goes out. It's like like they, they almost rely on Carson so much that when he goes out, everyone else has to pick up their shit. Like the defense was unbelievable. The defense was unbelievable on Sunday. I feel like everyone's not really talking about the defense, but the defense was, was ridiculous. They were getting pressure on Jared Goff, who by the way, I said it last week, Jared Goff is fucking terrible. And I'm sure everyone's like, Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack doesn't really know what he's talking about when it comes to football. And listen, Listen, if you if you first off, if you ever question my, my knowledge of football, I will point you directly to the Rams game. One, because last week I said Jared Goff is a total fraud puppet. Anytime there's kind of pressure in his face, he, he, he folds. And credit to Jim Schwartz, who we are an anti-Jim Schwartz podcast. He was basically able to just play sticks for the entire game and stayed, stayed at the third down line and kept everything in front of him. Didn't let anyone get deep. Uh, Jim Schwartz had a perfect game plan. I can't believe I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it. Jim Schwartz had a perfect game plan against <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. He did. He played six the entire game. It felt like home for him. He was like so happy that he could just play sticks and then keep everything in front of him. It was it was remarkable. But 
I, I, I want to go back to my football knowledge for a second here because it's ridiculous. Not only did I completely nail Jared, Jared Goff thing, I don't want to, you know, I'm not big on giving myself credit. Never been my style. But was I not 110% right about Avante Maddox? I had never seen Avante Maddox play football before. And I have these nerds. Like like Ben Solak and, and Michael Kist and Barchard and and everyone saying, oh, he sucks. Josh Sweat is so much better. Josh Sweat stinks because he has a bad football name. Avante Maddox dope because he has a great football name. I didn't even have to. I didn't have to turn on the tape. All I had to do was roll out of bed, check my phone, see who they drafted, and say Avante Maddox stud. Josh Sweat shitty. Who was right, me or these so-called experts? Me, once again, because the Jack Fritz name test is forever undefeated. One day, everyone will learn. Although, if I keep patting myself on the back like I did last year with what's the line saying, I'm going to get everyone wrong next year. So, listen, sometimes, sometimes the the the, the brand, sometimes the the root of the trust tree has to has to flex its muscles a little bit. And listen, I was dead right about Jared Goff, dead right about Avante Maddox, and dead right about Nick Foles. What do, you, what do you want me to say? Do you want me to lie to you? You don't want me to lie to you. The final thing that I want to get to on the rundown today is that, man, Vegas Vegas almost made a mistake. When, when the line opened up, the Eagles were three-and-a-half-point favorites, or three-and-a-half-point dogs at home. And Vegas almost made that mistake of leaving that up on the board just long enough for me to, to, to put some money, in, money down on it because they took it off. It was off the board, reopened. Eagles were, 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 were point and a half favorites, and now it's like up to two, I think. They are, they are lucky that they did not make that the Eagles underdogs because there would have been 70,000 ski masks and the Eagles would have won by 30. So good job by Vegas. Way to correct your mistake. Um, and I will say this, Jeff Lurie, I, I know you have a lot of extra money from that Super Bowl run. I think it's time to reinvest it. I had this theory early in the season. I kind of got away from it, but I think it's time to bring it back out. It is time for you to invest. I would say invest heavily. And I mean heavily in the Houston Texans. We need that line to go back to the Eagles being underdogs. I'm just saying, Jeff, you have a lot of extra capital. You have all the money in the world. Give some to the Phillies so they can sign Harper and Machado and also invest heavily. And I mean heavily in the Texas this weekend. If you want, if you want to keep the season alive, Jeff, do us a solid, okay? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, okay? Do us a solid and bet all over the Texans this weekend. Now, it's time to trick some mush gods because we're about to roast Nick Foles. Nick Foles, once again, um, it feels like time is a flat circle. You know, he wins one game. He wins one fucking game, and here come all the annoying ass Foles people. Oh, Nicky Six. Hey, did you remember he won the Super Bowl? I don't give a shit 
that he won the Super Bowl. Do you remember the first two games of the season? Don't you understand that if Nick Foles played 16 games in a season, it would look a lot more like the first two games of the season instead of what you saw on Sunday? Because in reality, Nick Foles thrives in this in this super uh, savior role, whereas if he's the starter the entire season, no one really cares. It's only when he's brought in to save the season and be like the the guy that, that, that has to save, uh, obviously he has to save the season. That's why people call him the season saver. Um, that's when guys rally around him and they're like, oh, all our faith is behind Nikki Six. And if he actually played an entire 16 game schedule, you everyone would know that he actually sucks. Like Nick Foles is a dog shit quarterback. He is a dog shit quarterback. And he had one good week. Like he had one freaky good week, even though it wasn't that freaky. Can we just be serious for five seconds? Nick Foles passed for 270 yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick. The pick was in the Rams right outside the Rams red zone. And also for some reason, no one is talking about how it was 30 to 23. The Eagles have the ball. They need a a game clinching drive and Nick Foles throws the ball behind Zach Ertz and what should have been picked off. And just another example of why Nick Foles is proof that God is real. Also, he's a benefit of, of, Super field position all night. A fumble by Pharaoh Cooper. Like he is just gifted everything in life. Nick Foles is gifted everything in life. He is gifted. He has a, a rich ass dad. He was gifted a Super Bowl run with a super team. And the team was stacked last year. There is absolutely no chance. And I want to repeat this. There's absolutely no chance that Nick Foles can beat the Texans. He cannot play well two weeks in a row because he is not a good quarterback. He is not a good fucking quarterback. He was good on Sunday. He was he was brutally average on Sunday. But like you're expecting to, to beat J.J. Watt and, and Jadavion Clowney with with Mister Backpedal back there? Like it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. This guy, this guy is such dog shit. And I cannot believe there's people in the city that are like, well, maybe we should trade Carson and make Nick Foles the guy. Like, are you serious? Are you seriously doing that? You're going to make Nick Foles the long-term starter here when he can't... First off, everyone loves to bring up that Carson Wentz hasn't made it through an entire season. Can you name one full season that Nick Foles has made it through? That's what we call a dramatic pause in the business because you can't. Because he's never made it through an entire season. You know who has? Carson Wentz. So how about you just shove it for five seconds? Um, Nick Foles cannot save the Eagles season. He cannot beat the Texans. There's no, no such thing. As Foles magic, I don't even know what that means. Is Foles magic throwing up the ball and, and hoping someone can catch it? Maybe. Is he going to be able to do that with J.J. Watt in his face on Sunday? Absolutely not. Enough with this fallacy that Nick Foles is a good quarterback. Because simply, he's not. He's a trash quarterback. And once again, the Eagles are going to get their doors blown in on Sunday because this guy can't do it. Whew! Oh, I think we did it again. I think we did it again. There's no way that I sent that little clip directly to the mush gods. I, listen, they, they, they don't have a scent on me. They can't read me. They can't read Fritzy. Like, they just can't do it. I'm all over them. They think that, that, that they can mush me. They can't. So, listen, I, I, I did it again. I don't think there's any way they're going to be able to tell that that was real. All right, it's time for the Counterpoint Mailbag, which you can always email at counterpointmailbag at gmail.com. First one here from John Barber. 
Jack, how do we live in this world where we want to believe in Nick for all he is worth, but we have to listen to silly foals is better than Wentz takes? It makes my stomach turn. Yeah, I can't do it. I, it drives me insane. Like I, like I am very grateful for what Nick Foles did, and, and like I f- will forever be indebted to him. But like, why can't why do we have to, why can't we just do that and also not completely shit on Carson Wentz? Like everyone's like, well, he's not even that good anymore. It's like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And people just go overboard. I, I hate when people go overboard, but whatever. People are going to do it. I, I wish we could do it, but of course, you got to have some people give dumbass takes. I don't know what you want me to do. Um, from Stephen Kaspoulis, I always get it wrong. Katsopoulis, I think that's how you say it. Hey, Jack, I was curious to get your opinion on something. My question for you is, say we... Say some way Foles actually leads us to another Super Bowl. How big of an impact does that have on Carson? I can't imagine how that would affect him mentally. I feel like the pressure of bringing us back to the Super Bowl had him constantly in his head this year, and maybe that could have had a factor in his poor play, and maybe I'm just looking into it too much, and it was just that he wasn't 100%. Thanks, Jack. I think I think it's a mixture of he wasn't 100%. And I, I, like if you watched Carson this year, he was definitely pressing a little bit. He was definitely pressing on some throws. You know, There was a throw in the Jacksonville game. looked like he was pressing. He's always just trying to... It felt like he was trying to do too much the entire season, and I think a lot of that had to do with trying to reclaim his his grasp as a team and trying to do that with the injury. It just wasn't a good mixture. So I think there's definitely some mental things going on with Carson. I, I think a lot of that had to do with the back and the and the knee, but there's definitely some kind of psychological thing there where he's like, I got to reclaim this because he's just the the ultimate competitor. He's a winner and he wants to get it all back in in one season. Unfortunately. It's almost impossible to do that. So um, next year will be better for Carson. Like, no, no concerns about it. Uh, from Greg Hilker. Hi, Jack. Thanks for taking my question on last week's counterpoint. After the Rams game, the birds are still undefeated in their all white uniforms. Do you think that Doug and or Howie will make the right decision up for the away jerseys at home this week versus the Texans? I think it'd be sweet because I think the Texans blues are pretty awesome. Um, so Texans blues against the Eagles whites. I'm in on it. Listen, it's it, Doug. Doug and Howie, you've, you've messed up so much this season. You can reclaim it all by just sticking with the whites. It's a good point. Greg, thanks for pointing that out. From Jim Gron, do you think Foles having a child and he's... <laughs> do you think Foles having a child and he's more prepared in the bedroom leads to his strange success while Wentz isn't his experience with it? Yeah, I mean, Foles has been through it all. He, he's he's had a child. He's He went through that process. Carson's a virgin that all, be, all of a sudden became a non-virgin. Like... Yeah, it's not a shock that his back got thrown out. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. It's a. It's a great point, Jim. I mean, experience counts, um, both in in big moments like Nick Foles has had, and in the bedroom like Nick Foles has also had. So, um, it's it's a good point. And Carson, hopefully, he learned from his uh, mistake. From Shane Mead. Jack, it blows my mind how quickly Eagles fans can forget and dismiss the complete averageness that is Nick Foles' overall game. If given an entire season, he's a limited skill set quarterback who has injury problems history in his own right. Yet half the fan base is ready to shoot Carson to the moon, having struggled through a season in which he was never truly healthy. My question is, if in conversation with a blanket Nick Foles supporter, Carson hater, what is the most adequate form of response? Because these individuals are new level of dumb and it's exhausting. Yeah, it's 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 so it is so, so, so annoying. And I, I don't. I can't do anything else but get angry and say, dude, just watch them. Like, just watch those guys play quarterback. One is super athletic and make all the throws. One is a system guy that just runs the system good. Like, that's what he does. Like, it's a, it's a, it's, there's so much of a talent disparity. It's not even close. Um, 
you know, maybe maybe take notes from Elliot. Elliot seems good at arguing these things. From Tyler Bean, our winner of the uh, survival pool. Uh, Jeer Jack, out of the potential matchups, the first round of playoffs, which would you prefer? At Chicago, at Dallas, or hosting Seattle, which obviously means that Dallas is, has completely choked. Um, but forget that. Purely choose on who do you think we have the best chance of beating. Don't want the Bears in Chicago. I am terrified as to what Khalil Mack and that defense would do against Foles. Given what they did against Jared Goff a couple weeks ago, I think they'd be motivated at home. Not totally scared of going to Dallas. Obviously, I'd rather if if anyone comes in here, I would rather have them come in here than go on the road. If I did, the first choice is hosting Seattle. Second choice at Dallas. Third choice um, at Chicago. Let's go to the twitter.com, which you can always follow me at Jack Fritz WIP. Um, from Warner Gomez, I have a Nick Falls Carson Wentz question. Love them both. Love the potential that Wentz has and what he uh, uh, what he showed has been amazing. Love Falls for what he's done for us, Super Bowl chance. My question is, why does it seem like we can't love them both? They're both Eagles. Also, Wentz is the future uh, franchise Q- QB. I'm completely against when, when people even consider benching slash trading him because Falls does well. I think we should root for whomever, whomever is under center, which was Wentz's time. Falls is in now. We got to back him. That's why he's here. Yeah, I mean, we can... My, the only time I get really, really annoyed is when the Foles people say he's better than Carson, and then it makes it almost impossible to root for Nick Foles. But, of course, we're rooting for whoever's under center. It's just that it's frustrating when the conversation turns into Stupidville. That's just what it is. Uh, from Brian Cauley, calling it now, Foles leads us into the playoffs, gets hurt in the wild card game, and Wentz leads us the rest of the way. Brian, I would be so freaking happy if, obviously, I don't want Foles to get hurt, <laughs> but uh, if Carson comes back and leads us to a Super Bowl, I would be dunking on every single person in the world on Twitter. I do not care if I lose a thousand followers. I will only be tweeting, imagine thinking Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz or something like that. It's going to be <laughs> a long day for people on Twitter. Um, from Jason Rivera, was the trust tree's head exploding this week with all the Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz debates? And will the trust tree claim in the position from last season stating there would be a preference that the Eagles not win the Super Bowl because Wentz isn't the QB? Listen, I need Carson Wentz to win the Super Bowl for my own sanity. I would very much enjoy that. If Nick Foles got hurt and Carson did it, I would be so happy. Was my head exploding this week? Yes, my head was exploding this week. It has been a trying week for me, but whatever. I should have added into my Mush God's rant against Nick Foles that it would be so much better if Carson Wentz won the Super Bowl. So I'm adding that in now. I do not want the Eagles to win the Super Bowl because Carson Wentz is not the quarterback that will lead them to the Super Bowl. The dramatic pause is so that they really believe it. (laughs) Um, From at the Smarty Jones, who loves this podcast but it hates all my Philly stuff. So it's it's a really interesting dynamic me and Smarty have. It's 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 quite fun. Um, against Panthers, Wentz ignores Smallwood in the flat. Eagles lose. Against Jacksonville, Wentz throws a Smallwood in the flat. Eagles win. Against LA, Smallwood gets heavy usage. Eagles win. Has Wendell Smallwood been the key to victory this whole time? Between the white jerseys and Wendell Smallwood, I think it's time for the Eagles to use their freaking analytics and get the right guys in the game, right? Wendell Smallwood's so good. Man, Wendell Smallwood is horrible. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, wingman. I can't take him. Can we actually get a running back in here next year? For Christ's sake, Wendell Smallwood is not the guy. (laughs) From Alan Mason, is Nick Foles the ultimate rally the troops Philly athlete? Pretty good resume. Yeah, I mean, 
Bill Simmons talk about, talks about this all the time. It's the ultimate Ewing theory. Like once once Patrick Ewing went out, the whole team raised their game and won. Well, then obviously didn't win the, the 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 finals, but they won some games. That's kind of like how the Eagles handle Carson Wentz when he goes out. Everyone else picks up their shit. So yeah, he is. Um, and from Jason Curran, why does this team play better for Nick? What the fuck? I don't know, man. It's I just I I just fundamentally fundamentally believe that when Carson goes out, everyone's like, oh shit, we got to actually pick up our game now, and that's what they do. They pick up their game. They support Nick. They run the ball balanced offense and the defensive line all of a sudden everyone's like 28 in the prime of their careers it's absolutely ridiculous but i'm happy that's here i'm happy that full season is upon us it's it's uh this run is gonna be magical and i mean if you listen if you think the texans are coming in here on sunday and beating the eagles like i have another thing coming like how i felt after that rams game was kind of how i felt after the falcons game last year in the in the, in the divisional round like I was like, there's no way the Vikings come in here and win this football game. Like, there's a 0% chance. That's exactly how I feel this week. There is a, the Eagles are going to beat the, te- the Texans this weekend. If you think otherwise, you're insane. You are absolutely insane. That's going to do it for the Counterpoint Podcast, brought to you by the Go Birds Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Jack Fritz WIP. And how about this? Why don't you blow up the reviews with how much you like Counterpoint? Because there hasn't been any Counterpoint stuff in the Go Birds page in a while. It's been mostly like, uh, oh, we're, we're mad. Uh, here's one star. How about some five stars for, for the Counterpoint Podcast and all the, the Go Birds? But, uh, you know, give back a little bit. Give back a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that does it for the Counterpoint Podcast. I will be back next week.